Have you ever had the feeling that you were not good enough to do the job that you're doing? Now, even if you were successful, you weren't really that good. That, my friend, is the definition of imposter syndrome. This feeling that you're not really as good as everyone else perceives you to be or as you're expected to be. So in this episode of the NG Healing Podcast, we are going to look at the consequences of imposter syndrome and what you can do about it to change it. Thank you for joining. My name is Haroon Rabbani. I am an energy healer. I train other professional energy healers as well as hosting this podcast, the Energy Healing Podcast. Now, in this episode, let us go deeper into what it means to have imposter syndrome because it is quite serious. So as an example, back in 2001, I started working for a medical devices company who created, who developed ENT equipment, which is for ear, nose and throat. So surgical equipment primarily. From the moment I was given the territory, within six weeks of working in that territory, I became number one in the company. I stayed number one all the way through. I was so ahead of rest of the team in the company that everyone else was fighting to be number two. And yet, throughout this period, I thought I'd get caught out being a fake, being a fluke, somebody who's constantly getting lucky without putting in a effort because my work felt it was effortless. And so at the same time, I constantly felt like I'm going to get the sack. In the end, having stayed there till June, July 2003, in the end, I left. I set up my own company. I just felt that they're going to sack me anyway. Isn't that interesting? So what are the consequences of imposter syndrome to you and everybody else potentially suffering from imposter syndrome? First of all, I've just mentioned it. You will sabotage your career development if you've got a business. Say, for example, you're a yoga teacher or an energy healer or a therapist of some other variety. You will never take on the big projects, never charge enough. And ultimately, it'll become a more of a hobby where you put a lot of effort without very little reward back. It will sabotage your personal relationships as well as your relationships with your customers, as well as your relationships with your colleagues. Imposter syndrome also directly affects your finances. It prevents you from taking the lead to becoming the leader, the expert in your arena. As a result of imposter syndrome, you're not going to innovate in your organization. You're not going to take risks when opportunities come your way. Also, it affects your mental health. You will end up creating low self-esteem and as a result, lead to anxiety and depression. Very simple, right? So there is a link to all of this and energy healing. In Chinese philosophy, they talk about the five elements, which is water, wood, fire, earth, metal. And without going into detail of how that's translated into personality types that you have probably been exposed to, there are five core personality types and a mix of all of them as well. So there's many, many personality types. But if I go through the very basic one, if you're somebody who's very much a water energy and you believe that you're an imposter, then you will not take big risks. You will sabotage yourself from creating a legacy long after you've gone. If you're a wood type of person, which is something that I am, you're going to be a bit of a perfectionist. So nothing will ever be good enough for you. So you're going to try harder and you're not going to be very good at delegating because nobody else is ever going to be matching up to you. You're going to keep yourself stuck in your job, in your business and not move forward. The third type of person is somebody who's a fire energy person 
who's going to constantly try to prove people you're good enough. You're constantly going to seek approval and possibly, and I have seen this happen many times, you are going to do stuff which will reinforce your imposter syndrome. In other words, you'll act it out. So you potentially will become a charlatan. The earth energy type is you're never going to truly move forward because you're trying to learn too much. You're trying to go into the detail. You want to understand things, but you're not allowing people to understand you. And the fifth type is the metal energy type, which is constantly going to look for what's missing. So they'll always find that there's something missing. Something's not good enough. And so other psychologists and experts have looked into imposter syndrome. Dr. Valerie Young from the United States talks about five very specific types of imposter syndrome. She talks about the perfectionist. She talks about the super man or the superwoman. She talks about the natural genius and the soloist and the expert. So all of these are obviously interconnected to the five elements. So the question arises, how can you deal with imposter syndrome? I'm going to share with you five steps or five different things you can do to change imposter syndrome. Number one, acknowledge that you have imposter syndrome. If you're ignoring it, then you'll never move forward. I've got friends who've got such skills in so many different areas, like artists who basically aren't doing their art, singers who aren't singing because they don't think they're good enough. Number two, embrace criticism. See it as feedback. When somebody says something about you and generally you'll get triggered and you feel like, oh my God, I am an imposter. Take it in with a pinch of salt. Don't respond, don't react, don't analyze. Wait for a little bit, meaning whether it be 10 minutes, half an hour, a few days, and then say, okay, just let me look into this. And here is what's gonna happen, my friend. When you do that, then you will take the so-called feedback or criticism. You will go, hmm, I wonder if there's an opportunity in that. And you will start finding opportunities to improve yourself and start eradicating this imposter syndrome. Number three, get a mentor. So for example, energy healers, it's such an important area. See, doctors have mentors and scientists have mentors. Energy healers, you should all have mentors. Whether you're a yoga teacher doing energy healing or whether you're an acupuncturist, doesn't really matter. Get a mentor to help nurture you to point out the areas that you're doing well in and then to give you constructive feedback so you can develop the areas you're weak in. That is critical. When you have a mentor, then you're not comparing yourself to anybody but yourself. So in other words, you are only trying to be better than you are tomorrow than you were yesterday. That's it. The problem with imposter syndrome is we compare ourselves to others. And this is the way the Darwinian paradigms work which is competition, comparison, seeing if someone's good enough compared to somebody else. No, enough of that. Focus on being the best version of you. So as an example, I did believe at some point I'd never make it as a martial artist, as a champion. And in fact, I only started doing well when I only started comparing me today to me yesterday. So perform to the best ability today prepare for the best tomorrow. And that's it. That is my competition. When you see Usain Bolt race, you don't see him look over his shoulder and look over at his competition and think, who's going to beat me or who can I beat? No, he is only focused on the end result. So the finish line, and he is focused on getting to that finish line as fast as possible for him. So imposter syndrome out the window. Fourth thing is get a coach. So you've got your mentor, but get a coach or preferably 
get a healer, get somebody who can go to the root cause of what is driving the imposter syndrome. And most people, I will say 99% of people who are feeling imposter syndrome, well, the stuff that's causing them to feel that, like that was embedded in their psyche, in their subconscious mind within the first seven years of their life. So what I do is I don't just go to the root cause, I go to the seed, the origin story, and I shift that. How did I do it for me? I was always thinking I was never gonna be good enough that the boss would sack me. And when I started looking at my own life and my own events that happened within the first seven years, I realized this. When I was five years old, my dad told me, if you do this, I will be happy. And I would go and do whatever he wanted me to do, achieve a certain goal. But before the goal was even achieved, he'll change a goalpost and he'll say, if you do this, I'll be happy. And he constantly, continuously did that. Never ever sat down to pat me on my back and say, well done, son. And so I was constantly trying to prove to him that I am good enough. So I was seeking my dad's approval. And that psychology carried on into adult life until I went deep and I started, first of all, even recognizing that I had that. And secondly, getting the help to remove the emotional charge around that. And now I can be competitive and I don't care if I win or not. I enjoy the fun of competition. I enjoy winning, but it's because it's fun. It's because I can. The fifth thing you can do about imposter syndrome is this. Make a list of all the negative things you are saying to yourself about you. So make a list of all the negatives on one side. And then what you've got to do is on the opposite side, you've got to write down one, two, or three positive opposites to that list. So for example, if you're thinking, I am not good enough, what's the opposite? So for example, it might be, I am terrible. The opposite would be, I'm very good. Actually, I'm pretty amazing. I'm very focused. Or you might think that I am deceiving people. Opposite side, you can write down what's the opposite positive, which is things like, I am honest, I am transparent, I am truthful. Go through the full list. So you have a negative list and then you have a positive list. And now every time you think of any of these imposter syndrome affirmations that you give yourself, you go to your list. So if you, for example, I'm deceiving people and you write down, I am honest, and open. When you have this negative feeling get triggered, you ask yourself this, and it's a question you ask. You ask your subconscious mind, why is it easy for me to be honest? How is it that I'm always open and transparent? How is it that I'm always truthful? You see, affirmations only reinforces negative stuff. But if you want your subconscious mind to work on your behalf, you have to ask questions and you have to ask them in a conscious way. So for example, if you said, Oh, I'm feeling so tired. And then you ask yourself, why do I have so much energy? Your subconscious mind hears this. Oh yeah, energy. I know why. And I can do that. And so your subconscious mind acts out the positive. This is a very powerful exercise. Don't let the simplicity deceive you. So once again, list of all the negative things you say to yourself when you're feeling like an imposter. And then a list of all the positives, equal and opposite. Very important caveat. You must have at least, if you've got a list of 10 negatives, you must have at least 10 positives, if not 20, 30 positives, and then have them in question format written out. Every time you hear yourself say this, jump to the positive list and ask yourself that positive question or those positive questions. I hope this video has been useful for you. I hope the topic we've covered is useful. I really would love to see you if you are an NG healer 
of any variety. Or if you're a painter, you're a decorator, you're a builder, it doesn't matter. Whatever background you're from, please do not go to your grave with your song still inside of you. Yes, be honest, be open, be transparent and be the best version of you. See you next time.